Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. Joining me as always is my co-host, John Hill. Hi, John. Hey, hon. You know, John, this week, it was a busy week. My Walmart ad continues to bring out very odd reactions, including every straight guy I know. We got some notes from my mom, Evelyn Cohen. She weighed in on what's been going on in the show, and I'm interested for you to hear what she had to say. We took you behind the scenes of Radio Andy Theater with a bunch of big stars. We talked about part three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and the big news about Monica Plus, I took you behind the scenes at Watch What Happens Live with Alexia and Sofia Vergara and how I got out of what was a potentially very sticky situation and an update about Ben's birthday party. This is Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. Monday, January 22nd, 2024. The football playoffs are happening. I don't know if you're aware of that. Zero idea. Well, you know how I know when the football is airing? Because my Walmart ad has been airing nonstop, apparently, during all the playoff games, which I'm very excited about. My phone lights up with every straight guy I know every time the Walmart ads. So John Jude and Matt were over at the house yesterday who are not straight. And uh, I'm sitting there all of a sudden on my phone. Bill Owens, the guy who sells John Mayer watches. Uh-huh. Um, Dave Ansel, just boom, boom, boom. Hey, looking good on the Walmart the day before. Fred Walsh, this straight guy that I know from Corner Bistro. It's just like, I'm like, okay, straight guys, activate. This must have, must have been what I was walking through the Chicago airport listening to uh, a gay playlist, but to my left was an eruption of people at a sports bar, and it was so annoying, and I thought there must be some event happening at it, Yes. Your Walmart ad. Playoff football. Yes, absolutely. Uh, do you get a bump every time it plays? No. Do you get a check? No. All right. It was a, it you was just get a, attention. It's what they call a buyout. Got it. Yes. But I'm- One timer. 
I'm I'm good with it, and yeah. I'm ready to. Yeah. Oh, and then last night, it's so interesting. You know, we talked about this. I think last Thursday about the different interpretations, life versus Twitter. We've this is a theme that we talk about all the time. But two things. So last night, I got in bed. I'm so happy. I went to bed at ten. 20 p.m. last night with the help of a wee bit of men's cow, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, but I went on Twitter. A, everyone was saying that judging by my body language, it seems that I don't care for Candace Dillard Bassett. Untrue. I'm like, that's what you got from Watch What Happens Live last night? Secondly, a whole flurry of tweets, again commenting Andy, this Walmart ad ends with Andy sitting on a bed I with a woman. I finally saw it. You saw the ad. And did right. that confuse you that no. I'm on the bed with a woman? I no. mean, I'm. I mean, you are wearing pajamas. I know, but I'm tra- I'm transporting myself into other people's lives. I think that's, that's why people didn't get it. Because if they'd seen the ones leading up to it, it's obvious you're going into homes that you're not, you don't belong in necessarily. But it's the whole ad. Is yeah. there one ad where it's just me with right. a woman on the bed? Well, maybe someone just looks up for one second and sees well, it. Well, everybody know. has to stop yeah. being so literal. It confused your parents too. I did get a phone call. Yes, you're kidding. And no. they said what? My dad said. Well, I don't I don't understand it. It ended and he's in bed with a woman. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And I had to explain. Yeah. That is incredible to me. Well, so what if you are in bed with a woman? Why but I'm not, by the way, I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. Right. The woman is behind me. I'm eating popcorn. It's not like I'm like about to lean Romper. over and kiss this woman right. and I turn to the camera and say, buy Walmart Plus. Yeah. I'm kikiing it this woman. It might have been better if you had. I know. Well, I turn to the woman and I'm like, drama. Yeah, that I mean, is really that's gay. that's gay. Yeah. Like, what? What's Heterosexuals can be confused easily, I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Wow, I mean, people. I just read so straight that people just can't. Right, you do. Or I read butch. so gay that people. How dare right. she be in bed with a woman? I guess it's yeah. really weird. You know, I can't. My son is saying a word that I can't get him to stop saying, uh, and that is hate. Uh, well, you did say you, it. Did you go through that? Yeah, although, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about saying, like, we don't say hate. No, I say it all the time. Right. Well, I try not to say it around him, but also... You, I've heard you say it in front of him, and I've clocked. Oh, he great. shouldn't say that in front of him. Right. Well, he'll say, I hate you. You know, he... Uh, you know, he says it to me and others around the house. And then he says, just kidding, I love you. <laughs> and I talked to his teacher about it and she said it's rampant at the nursery oh, school. Good. She said all the kids are like running around with it. But I'm just wondering, like, is that a phase that goes away? Did you think so? I mean, we, I don't think. Did your son go through that? He never he never said it like a lot, but he will say it. And sometimes I'll say, oh, we should you shouldn't say that you hate it. That's a strong word. Right. But I mean. I don't know. Isn't it okay for kids to hate things? It no, is, but I, it's, it's not okay for them to say I hate you. No, 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 no. That's not good. But if he's I like, say I hate you can be mad thing. at me, no. or you can be upset that I'm telling you it's time to put your PJs on, but yeah, you know what? I say no. Don't don't. Hey, it's not a great habit to get into. I things, agree. That's why I'm trying per to the stop conversation. It. I'm I don't think to. it's great. Well, I'm trying to stop it. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just less out of your mouth. 
Listen, I thank you for the fact that you've clocked it in f- as I've been with the kids. I mean, now this, what else have you clocked now that we're just scratch, you know, now that you're coming out with this? I, I Any only, other? It's only supportive. I just saw something I noticed and I would never, the point is I would never give you any notes on your parenting, but since it's the topic of conversation, I have noticed, you know. I understand. By the way, babe, I would accept any note you have about parenting. If I said hate in front of the kid and you were there and you said that to me, I would take that note. It's a very good note. Yeah, but also like I, great, good to know. Yeah. But there's nothing, right now you're in a phase of you need to get through it, like get through these times. Saying hate every now and then is like a fine tooth polish. That would be my, I think you need to focus on like surviving the day sometimes. Yes. Well, my mom is on the line. Hey, mom. Hello. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, John. Hi. So good to hear your voice. How's it going in St. Louis this morning? Is it cold? A sheet of ice. Wow. I mean, can't go outside. I'm not kidding. People are slip sliding and falling all over. Okay. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, don't go outside, okay? Are you all going to, do you have enough food and stuff? I thought I'd go walk. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) On the treadmill, maybe. Yeah, on the treadmill, maybe. That I am going to do after I'm done with you. I've, I've been really encouraging my mom to do the audiobook of the Streisand book. Oh, you will love it. Yeah, I know, but I don't, when I walk is when I listen, and I listen to your show. Right. Okay, Would well, you like we... me to cut your show? No, no, I don't, but, well, it depends what your note is. You said the other day you had a note for us for the show, and I said save it for the radio. So what is it? You've got both of us here. We're listening. You... um. You always give us good advice. Too much sex talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Kn- <laughs> it's not sex talk. You're very... Um, um, what? Gay? I, well, you're gay, but you are gay. Right. right. Yes. You're gay, I, but you're gay. You know, people don't talk about their thinking about sex with their doctors and oh. all of that. <laughs> well, maybe you were listening to some old episodes. Well, no. <laughs> no, John. I'm not. Yes. <laughs> today, today, you haven't said a word yet. Right. Well, no, we haven't. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So, it's too, is it too gay or too much sex too talk? Sex talk. Explicit. Too explicit. Explicit. Yes. Right. Okay, respect well, that. Well, I mean, Sure. I mean, I don't go to the doctor and think about having sex with them, but I'm 90 or something. Right. I'm not that old. <laughs> well, you're not. You're 86. You are an elderly. You are elderly. one of our members of the elderly population. <laughs> Maybe you should think about that about your doctor. You never know. Might be something... I- yeah, mom. Maybe it. your doctor's not attractive. Maybe yeah, you would think about you need it. To get a new doctor. Way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what can I say? Right. I feel it, you, and it's always at the beginning. Oh well, that's a we gotta really warm interesting. You up before we get to the right. Sex well, talk. also that's an interesting because what you're saying is it could make you turn off the show. Oh. Well, I wouldn't, but it it could. Right. Right. 
Well, that's a great note. I actually think this note is is a decent feedback. I mean, you know, because we are we. Here's the thing: we get so comfortable with each other, and also we got time to fill, and it's on our minds, and it is not necessarily stuff that I'm really dying for my mother to be hearing. Sure, you know, right. Jordan, do you, have you had that thought? Or Adam? I mean, we've got kind of... That you guys are too explicit? Yeah. I mean, there's some comments that you've said that I've I've, I've clutched my pearls. But I, as and oh. on the whole, no, I, I think you're... Adam as our, as our straight man? No, I actually don't think so. Oh. Well, okay. it's not an argument. Okay. I think all feedback is important right now. And we invite every listener in for the good, the bad, the explicit, and the spiritual. Well, so I agree. Maybe... <laughs> Well, mom, while you're here, my mom took my sister and niece, Abby, to go see Jagged Little Pill in St. Louis yesterday in the freezing cold at the fabulous Fox Theater. How was it, mom? The show, I really enjoyed the show, but of course, what happened to me was a giant sat in front of me. Oh, no. We we picked these seats on purpose. It was row J. I mean, on the aisle. Right. And I kept moving from, this woman was a giant. Oh, God. Well, you're also a little gal, and you're yeah. you're shrinking very quickly. How many inches would you say you've yeah. lost, Mom, over the last 20 Three. years? Three? Yeah. Oh, my God. What does your doctor, who's not that attractive, say about it? <laughs> That's what I had back surgery when I was 40. And the doctor said, when you get older, you're going to lose some height. Right. I just wanted to stop. Anyway, I thought that show was really good. It had everything a teenager would be worried about in that show. Then I looked for Danny and all the dancers had black T-shirts on. (laughs) It was so hard to find them. Right. Right. Did you ever figure yeah. out who he was? At the end, I saw, oh, my God, I cracked Emily, and I said, there he is. <laughs> okay. And then he was, so we came, went behind the stage door in the freezing weather. Right. And waited for him, but he was so sweet. Good. So that was fun. That's good. Do you remember seeing John Hill in Hairspray all those years ago? Was that the, f- I, I think course, that John yeah. and I started dating and I think you went and saw Hairspray and like, I think the first time you ever saw Johnny was on stage in that show, right? That's true. And then I yep. think we went out to dinner with him after, right? Yep. And John kept shaking his leg. Oh, oh yeah, right. John. Which, yes. Which you graphically said is a form of masturbation. I didn't say it then. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. We told him that that night. John has like restless leg syndrome. Wow, that's what you remember that, Mom. John, what do you remember about that night? I do remember that, yeah. You do? But I remember loving loving well, your family and loving nervous. St. Louis. What? He was nervous. He was nervous. Well, I do that anyway. I'm fidgety as it is. I have a lot of energy and uh, right. you know, apologies. <laughs> from my natural state. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Well, Mom, I want you to stay safe. Don't leave. If you need anything, Emma will bring it over. <laughs> no, I don't want her going anywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen right. to the Barbara book when you're done with us. It really is. You'll find time, especially if you get, I know you're not leaving the house today, but if you are driving or if you're on a trip, just turn it it's, on. You'll fall in love with it. You really will, Mom. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I will. I know. You will. Okay. All right. Okay. Love you, Mom. Love you. Love you. Love you, Jack. Love you. Talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Evelyn Cohen, everyone. Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Last night, we had a big night in Manhattan. Uh, Radio Andy Theater. We taped it last night at Green Room 42. And let me tell you this. <laughs> it was an all-star cast. It really was. We did the finale yeah. of Vanderpump Rules last season, where the shit hit the fan, where everybody knew it was the episode that had been filmed a few weeks before we shot the reunion. As Ariana Maddox, Amber Tamblyn. Amazing. In a bright yellow pants. Chartreuse. Or no, what is, what is that I, color? It was like neon yellow. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, she was so funny. Brilliant. Uh, she was But also just, real. But also real. Yeah. And you know, and by the way, having seen Brian Cranston perform part of Ariana's monologue to mm-hmm. Tom Sandoval mm-hmm. when they confront each other. I recognize then, I think, wow, this is actually, the actual text of this is brilliant, but what she did with those words, she was incredible. As Tom Sandoval, mm-hmm. Cheyenne Jackson. Unbelievable. Possibly the 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 Oscar winner yeah. of the night. Yeah. He was so incredible. I very crazily, before we went out there, forgot... What a huge Bravo fan Cheyenne is. Yeah. They and listen. I very stupidly gave him a note before we went out Which there. Which was what? I just said, listen, the only thing you need to remember about Tom Sandoval is he's highly emotional. He, I, I gave him a little insight into Tom's character. Which, of course, and he was like, thank you. Yeah, and thanks. Like, he so didn't need that. And I was so embarrassed the second he opened his mouth. I was like, dude, you owe this man such an apology. And he told me on the way in, he's in a new show, which has its first preview tonight. So he's in the middle of it. That he stepped away to do that for us was absolutely incredible. So uh, he was just amazing. Brilliant. As Raquel, wow. Chloe Feynman from Saturday Night Live. I almost wish we had tagged on that last bite of Rachel's at the end of the finale, right, just so I could right. hear her do it one yes, more time. Yes, yes. She was so brilliant. She was so brilliant. Oh, yeah. Cheyenne also did come in costume. Yeah, he had on his a black mustache. skull cap, a mustache. I mean, mm-hmm. he was... He embodied the character. Yes. Head to toe. Yes. Um... Chloe Feynman as Raquel, unbelievable. Who was next to Chloe Susan Feynman? Susan Lucci, I believe. Susan Lucci, a late addition as Sheena Shea. Yeah. Brilliant. Susan Lucci stepped Inspired. into the part yesterday. Now, y'all know what Susan Lucci means to me. 
And for her to come in as Sheena Shea, and I texted her yesterday. Oh, no. I asked Lisa to give her a note about who Sheena Shea was, is. And before, and when Susan Lucci, we were hanging out in this room beforehand, just the actors. And it was Chrissy Teigen and Amber and the gang I just mentioned. And when Susan Lucci walked in, uh, everyone applauded and yeah, stood, stood up for up. her. You don't sit down if Susan no. Lucci enters a room. And I was talking to Susan and I said, look, Susan, like I think there's something about Sheena Shea that's a little similar to Erica Kane. Yeah. So you should have no problem like just jumping into this. And she was like, you know, Andrew, I didn't have a chance to really look at the script because I couldn't they needed a password for the for the PDF or mm-hmm. you know, something. I was like, Okay, okay, that's fine. And um she said, you know, but I was thinking about it and I was thinking that it would be great if maybe Sheena had a very strong <laughs> New York accent. And I was like, Oh, well, she's very California, like almost a valley girl. And she was like, oh, oh I see. Right. And I'm like, but Susan. Do what you got to do. Far be it from me. <laughs> I go, if you want to play, uh, yeah. if you want to play Sheena Shea with a strong New York accent, you do it. Do whatever She was you like, want. no, no, I won't. She can take a note. I won't. And she took a note. She took the note. And when I tell you, the joy of hearing Susan Lucci say fuck. Yeah. The audience, 5,000 times. Yes, the audience went absolutely crazy. I mean, they were so happy. So that was absolutely just wonderful. You had Carson Kressley Brilliant. as DJ James I was Kennedy. Not, I was not expecting him uh, to be so good. His accent yes. was literally yes. Tony worthy. And he said to me before, and he goes, so he's kind of putting on a fake British accent, right? <laughs> I go, no, that's no. his, like, he really, that's his accent. He goes, oh, okay. Um, Miss Sherman from Saturday Night Live, Sarah, Sarah Sherman. Um, who really comes dressed in like a Harlequin outfit every time, which I so love. She, did you get that for me? No, it's just sparkling water. No, you have a stain on your tie. I was wondering if you wanted no, some seltzer. thank you. I thought it was a stain, but now I actually think this is a logo of some sort. Um, I think it's some kind well, it of looks a like a smudge. logo. It does, but I don't think it Let is. Let me see that. It's engraved into okay. it. Okay. Anyway. It's a little well, Burberry I'll take my thing. For yes, myself. thank you, uh, Sarah Sherman. She was SNL's Katie own. Maloney. Yeah, and no, did she I get that wrong? Was Lala? She was Lala, and so great. Yeah, Katie Maloney was Leslie Grossman. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, in between them was Brad. In between them was Brad Goreski as Tom Schwartz again. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, next to him was Chrissy Teigen as Lisa Vanderpump. I love Chrissy. Was it was my first so time meeting funny. her. I oh, loved was her it? so much. Oh my God. She was so great. Yeah. Wearing, by the way, kind Nothing. of puffy pants, a bikini top? Band-aids. Basically. Band-aids. Band-aids over the teats. Yeah. And like an oversized yeah. jacket. Uh, a, she was Lisa. A supermodel. Yeah. She was Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. 
Uh, she had a very funny moment, when, which you will hear when this airs on Friday, where she, her accent came out a little wrong, and she goes, I don't know what I'm doing with this accent. And then she said, I'm Dorit. And then she's like, Jagger, Jagger. <laughs> she just started being Dorit, and it was so funny. And let me add that Mr. John Legend was right there in the front row having the time of yeah. his life. They came out after so energized and just, he was like, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and when she brought John Legend, I was thinking, and I know how much John Legend loves Bravo yeah. and loves Vanderpump Rules. And he's such a great sport and he's such a nice guy. Uh, but I guess maybe I was a little surprised. I was a little maybe worried that he was, I don't know. Uh, but he loved it. And then you had playing the parts of Kristen Doty, Charlie, Brock, and several Coco others. and the waitress. Coco, <laughs> Sheena Shea's sister, and the waitress was John Arthur Hill, who got incredible response, and you were just perfect. Thank and, you. you know, give the man an Australian accent to do. I mean, you came in so strong with Brock, but it was your Charlie that was my tour de force. Oh, really? Yeah, was that? I would have thought it was the Kristen. No, it was Charlie wow. who was like, "Oh no!" Oh, oh Allie, Allie. Oh, it was Allie Luber? Yeah. That was so funny. It was James Kennedy's girlfriend, Allie. That yeah. she was my favorite. Uh, I was the narrator, and it was wonderful. It was really, really funny. I'm so thrilled for y'all to hear it. And you know what was great? Everyone seemed really to be happy to be there. Yeah. Everyone in the cast. I get a little codependent with everyone where I feel like they're all, you know, people aren't paid. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so cool. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just what actors do. Sometimes they come Sometimes. and say, yeah, I'll do this reading. That sounds fun, I guess. I mean, what 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 is the motive for an actor to do that, John? Just, uh, I think because they're truly fans of the show, right? They're truly fans of Vanderpump Rules. They like you, right? Yeah, I don't think it. I think it's kind of rare that they show up to something for free. I know, just because it's fun. I mean, honestly, yeah. Thank God we send I think cars it's a special, for everybody. I mean, yeah. this is not a company that sends cars. No. Um. Yeah, it was just. It was really fun. I wish Dorinda was there. Yeah, she loved it. She had a great time. She was in great spirits. She looks like a million dollar yeah, bill. She sure does. Uh, and the people in the audience were just lapping it up. They were wonderful. It was a wonderful. great vibe. It was a great vibe. Yeah. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Imagine bold, naturally-aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. Ah, it's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar, extraordinary dairy. 
Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. I had a big night last night. We had the Salt Lake City reunion followed by, uh, we were live on Watch What Happens with Heather Gay and Joel Kim Booster. And just a big night. Everybody's talking about the reunion. I know you haven't seen, haven't it, seen yet. it yet. I know. Um, and. But I do have a slight bruise on my left eye from the back alley Botox, so I'm giving you Heather, Heather Gay this morning. That's funny. A little bit. Did Jen Shaw give you the bruise? I lied to protect her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the most dramatic nights of the reunion was that after Heather was talking about how scared she was of Jen, and that's yeah. why she didn't tell anyone. Mm. I asked her to address Jen directly, mm. assuming that Jen would be watching the show yeah. from the clink. Yeah. And she did. And uh, I thought that was very oh intense. I have to see it. And, you know, I do. I said it to, to Heather uh, at the reunion, and I mean, it just seems like she can finally kind of wash this all off her, and they all can. And it was interesting to me that that was something that actually bonded she and Monica. They both were mm. felt like they were in the clutches of Jen. Um, I guess, you know, look, the big question for since the reality Von T's reveal has been, will you keep Monica on the show? And the news is out that um, we are going to have a cooling off period. Okay. Uh, I think, mean? well, here's the thing. I said, I think the reunion is the chance to um, come out, say why you did what you did on the season. It's like the, it's the great, it's the Supreme Court of public opinion. Mm, true. And so Monica, I think, had the opportunity not only to explain herself to the audience, but way more importantly, in this case, to um, the other women. And I don't think she successfully swayed any of them to her side. She mm. didn't. And at the end... I really went around because I was thinking, okay, well, let's hear it from them all right now. Where do you stand with her? And they all expressed that they very much did not trust her, yeah. which is I'm sure a be hard. difficult way for her 
basically it was what I was also asking is, is there a path forward for you and Monica? And the answer was no all the way around. So I think that it's best, you know, we all discussed it ad nauseum that it would be best to kind of let this one breathe for a while. Uh, she's obviously really compelling television. Maybe she'll be able to build some inroads with some of the women on her own, right. off camera. I can see that. And, you know, we'll see if that happens. But Well, and aside from the reality of Auntie stuff, and of course I haven't seen this latest episode, but uh, she did get her story out. You know, this story about her and her mom, I think probably helped a lot of people recognize certain behaviors in their own lives. Like it, it is, she did get her story out in a lot of ways. Well, I thought that that was really a way to root for her. Right, when, And she same. told it in a way, I was certainly sitting there yeah. rooting for her thinking, wow, we all know the phrase hurt people hurt people. That's exactly right. And that's a really good example of it. If you look at her uh, relationship with her mom and then how she is with the other, the friend group. Yeah. Um, so. Wow. They've been through it this season. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah. It was quite a reunion. I can't wait. It was quite a reunion. So there you go. I will say, uh, John, I meant to tell you, uh, I had dinner the other night at Cafe Luxembourg with uh, Graciela and Amanda uh-huh. and Shady Bill. Uh-huh, I saw. And uh, Gras and Amanda, of course, all three of them. I've known them since, you know, forever, 30 plus years. And on the way over to dinner, I was in a very long Uber ride to Cafe Luxembourg and I was listening to the Streisand book. I forgot my uh, my earbuds and I was listening to Streisand on speaker on my phone, just sitting in the back, quietly listening. And it was the section where Barbara was discussing the song, You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Mm-hmm. And she was discussing performing it on the Grammys yep. and how the director the originally wanted them to have two stools and a third stool with flowers. And I said, well, the song is, you, you don't, don't bring, bring me, me flowers. flowers, so why would there be flowers? I mean, he agreed. I was right. Uh, so uh, she also describes the song, which is about a couple that is not communicating well. And, you know, so I'm sitting there listening. The driver pipes in mm. and he says, well, that's exactly what's going on in my marriage. Oh, no. I'm like, excuse me? And he goes, I mean, we don't communicate. We just don't talk. And I'm like, all right. So now this guy wants to tell me about his marriage. So I put Barbara on pause. And meanwhile, I already- you put Barbara on pause? I put Barbara on pause. I know nobody puts Barbara on pause. I mean, it was hard enough putting Dorinda wow. on pause. I put Barbara on pause. I'm putting women everywhere on pause. What can I say? I'm going crazy. Anyway, I paused Barbara and I was going to pause her anyway because I wanted to look up on YouTube- the electrifying performance from the Grammys. I just needed to see it mm-hmm. at that moment. 
And by the way, I pulled it up and it was electrifying. And of course, it was Barbara's idea to come in from separate sides of the stage and meet in the middle. She didn't realize that Neil Diamond was going to kiss her hand at the end of the performance. And the People audience went, went crazy. crazy. Uh, so anyway, I did kind of watch it as this guy was telling me all about his marriage. And then I texted to John Mayer. I go, you got to watch this. This is electrifying. I'm always sending him gay shit that I feel like he needs to watch. We like, I love it when you send me, quote, stuff like this. Uh-huh. I'm like, yes, John, I'm going to send you stuff, stuff like this. Um, so I said to the guy, all right, so you're not communicating. What do you want to tell me? I go, well, what's happening with the sex? He said, we haven't had sex in three years. I said, oh my mm. God. I go, you know, you're going to start going elsewhere for it. Oh. He goes, I know. I go, why don't you ask her if you can see other people? He goes, oh no, that would well, be Well, why doesn't he start with like, what do you want? Let's, let's you and I have sex. That's what he should have said. I think he's done. Okay. All right. I guess that is what he should have said. He should have said, "What do you? What am I not doing for you?" What no. You well, like? I said she, he's. Like, I go. We well, want to use. No. I. I think they should split up. I mean, they haven't had sex in three years. It doesn't sound like they're getting that back anytime soon. How old was this guy? He was in his forties. Mm. They have a fifteen-year-old and an eighteen, or and a twenty-year-old, which is why he doesn't want to split up right now. But she won't. She won't split. He asked her to split up, and she said no. So he's very stuck. Then I was like, "Well, listen to this song by Barbara, and it's going to make you really feel much better." No, I did. I mean, finally, I was like, "I don't know what else to tell you, dude." I mean. I said, can you move out? And he said, I can't swing two rents. He should bring her flowers. That's the lesson. Wow. That's the whole lesson. John. Hello. Duh. What is Barbara doing all this work for? So that he'll bring her flowers. Hello. Oh my God, you're so right. The answer was right in front of you. And it you was. Didn't even see it. Wow. <laughs> John, I feel really dumb. Wow. Then I was thinking... Maybe I'll start to flirt with this guy. Maybe oh, something. You're maybe, sick. Maybe this is a romance. You're Wait, sick. Would this be a meet cute if oh. he and I? No. Anyway, you got to find somebody soon, though. Me? Yeah. I know. I do too. I'm well, ready. Tell I me think. about it. I decided I know, the last yeah. 24 hours. I'm ready for a Love. amazing, hot, beautiful life partner. Okay. Well, I will. I will tell you that I gave this man. An excessive tip, hopefully in hopes of him getting his own apartment, preferably an Art Deco apartment (laughs) with gray and burgundy. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. But we had a fun dinner at Cafe Lux with my old crew. It's really... Still the happening place on the Upper West Side. I went side to Pastis this, last like, night. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, you should have told me you were there. You were so close to my apartment. Oh, I think you were at dinner. I was, so. but you could have gone by and seen the kids. I would have loved uh, it. Um, I will say, at Cafe Lux, they have, you know, the bathrooms are gender neutral, whatever. I walked in and... In on a woman on the toilet. No. I walked in. What did you see? 
She was on the toilet. Oh, I, I just, I will never forget it. She had long gray hair. Oh no! She would, looked so vulnerable. She was like, she, <laughs> she, she, she put her hand out, like, get the camera oh, away. No. She goes. She was like, oh, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> did she lock it? No, she, she did. So I closed it, and then I turned to these waiters that were nearby. It's by the waiter's table. And this woman goes, it happens every <laughs> night. I said, I am so traumatized. And then I went into the other bathroom. Someone came out, locked Girl. the door. Someone walked in And then you. I heard a guy walking in on the woman <laughs> next door. I'm like, bitch. Lock the Lock door. The door. It happened once. Do you want to keep getting humility? Because then the guy quickly said, and he goes, oh, I'm broken. sorry. And he goes, I just walked in on this woman in the bling, bling. Like, Me too. And I, well, no, I didn't hear. <laughs> I was behind was the doing door. It on purpose. Maybe, Maybe that she, was, was her, her kink. kink. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'll do that. Like, oh my God, who knew? Oh my God. I'm just taking a poopy. <laughs> I had no idea anyone would come in here. <laughs> Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Guess what? John ain't here today. You're stuck with me. How about that? Last night, Watch What Happens Live was a trip. Um, it was Alexia and Sofia Vergara. Now... If you saw Alexia and Garcelle Beauvais on Watch What Happens Live a few months ago, you saw Alexia lament on air that she was not sitting next to me. She was not pleased. It was Miami premiere night. She felt that she is a Miami OG, and she felt like, you know, hey, she felt a certain way about it. And you know what? After she explained herself, I got it. And, you know, she's right. She's been in this orbit for a long time. It was Miami premiere night. And so, you know, I thought about it. Now, I am someone who is always a little codependent in some ways. I'm always thinking about, well, what are other people feeling and how is this going to sit with them? And I think it's part of my job as the ringleader of this whole endeavor. And so the first thing I thought when I saw that we were having Sofia Vergara and Alexia was, oh my God, what an iconic duo. This is amazing. The second thing I thought was... Oh no, Alexia is going to be in the second chair and she not going to like it because I knew Sophia would be there with an army of publicists and she was, she's a huge TV star. By the way, I would argue that Alexia is a huge TV star as well, but you know how these things play out and I knew how this was going to play out and I knew that that was going to be kind of the directive from on high. So I thought, how, oh my God, I just felt so bad. I was like, I don't want Alexia to come here and have her feelings hurt or whatever. So you know what I did? I left her a voice note. I left her a series of voice notes in Spanish. Now my Spanish, I try hard. 
I try hard. But I literally was like, Alexia, pienso que su vas a ver enojado que uh, pone en la dos uh, equipe, or I can't remember what seat is. I had it then. I left her the longest rambly. Yeah, Rosetta Stone is our sponsor. I should. I should listen. I, I my Spanish can get me through a Spanish country. I can sleep with a man who doesn't speak English but speaks Spanish, and we can communicate all night long at the bar. Before we can talk, we can, you know, bring it home. We can really. I can figure it out. And you know what? I figured out a way to tell her in Spanish that I felt bad, that I was worried that this is how it was going to go down, that I was sensitive to her feelings, and that I hoped she wasn't upset. And she was, I think it was the Spanish that made it okay. I mean, the truth is Alexia's cool, and she's cool with me, and I have a feeling she maybe would have been okay anyway. But... I think that the fact that I made the effort to discuss it with her in Spanish made it, you know, okay, so there you go. As a matter of fact, let me just see how she responded to me so I can be, you know. Um, it was, I mean, it was some broken Espanol. She said, que risa, this is everything. Vamos a hablar un poco Espanol. And watch what happens live contigo. It's going to be fun. And she said, I thought about all that too. I'll just sit on your lap, LOL. I understand. She's Sophia. I'm cool. I mean, that's cool. Anyway, so I just wanted to tell the story behind the story of that last night. And it was a great show. And you know what? By the way, Sophia Vergara walked out of there a fan of Alexia, as as all would. Little update on the Ben uh, birthday party front. We had lunch the other day, and I kept saying we need an activity for your party because he said, we'll do it at home. I just want to have people over at home. And I kept saying, we need people. We need someone to make balloons. We, let me get Silly Billy. Let me get a magician. No, no, I don't want any entertainment. I'm like... You know what? You're being a little hefe, a nasty hefe. Um, and so basically, I reverse engineered making Ben feel like it was his idea to have a cooking party at the house. So they make little individual pizzas and decorate cupcakes. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're going to do. And he, by the way, he went, and I go, Ben, that was such a good idea. Good job. So, you know, and then I brought it up to him the next day just to confirm that we had had the conversation. But, you know, I'm always very scared to bring anything back the next day because he could turn on me and be like, nope, that's not what I meant. You're wrong. But no, he seemed to understand that that was the plan. So I felt very, I felt good about that. I felt good about that. So that's what we're doing. I've engineered some girlfriends to help out with that, with the rollout of that. I think I'll 
Anyway, so that's what's happening for his birthday party. I know you all were very concerned at, at, at how I was dealing with this. I dealt with it. I dealt with it. I'm off to L.A., by the way, today. We've got the Big Beverly Hills Housewives reunion tomorrow. Should be something. I. It should be something. You all saw Erica on Watch What Happens Live saying that she thinks I should, quote, eviscerate Kyle. Is that what she said? I think that is what she said. So I don't know that I'm going to eviscerate her. I'm going to ask her questions. Um, Erica clearly wants others to have the same treatment that I subjected her to, which was, I did turn to her and said, I'm going to put you on the grill and turn it up all the way. Was that aggressive of me to say that a little, I'm feeling a little, a certain way about it. Should I feel bad about that? Was that bad? Anyway, it was how people felt. That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week. Radio Andy, always unpredictable. A SiriusXM podcast. Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.